We are on Yevamos Vav Amabe 6B1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara now is left with its question that it's been having now for since the beginning of the page, for the past page and a half. Um, what is the source? Is there a source for the concept of that a positive commandment could override such a severe negative commandment? We know that it could override a, a regular, normal negative commandment uh, from the case of Tzitzis and Shatnez of not wearing wool and linen together, but you could do so if you are wearing titus. But is there a source? Is there even a, is there a rule that a positive commandment could override a severe negative commandment? What does it mean a severe negative commandment? It means that it has the punishment of an early death, of kares, or it's deserving of the death penalty. So the Gemara is going to bring another source. And so just uh, a few points of introduction. Number one. The Gemara is going to try to prove it. They're going to suggest that maybe we could prove it uh, based on the following. There is part of the part of the prohibitions is you're not allowed to on Shabbos is that you're not allowed to light a fire on Shabbos. You're not allowed to light a fire uh, on Shabbos. And the Gemara will discuss whether or not you are allowed to fulfill the positive commandment of going through with the with the death penalty of uh, giving somebody their punishment on Shabbos. So you're allowed to give somebody the death penalty on Shabbos. And if it's Shrefa, one of the four of the death penalties is uh, the swallowing of very hot lead. Uh, again, uh, we mentioned this in the past, that it was very, very rare that they ever gave the death penalty. Um, it was it was really not not often, maybe once in, uh, in a generation. Uh, it was it was very infrequent, but the question is: Could you, if somebody's deserving of the death penalty, you should do it as soon as possible? Could you do it on Shabbos? So you have the positive commandment of of going through with the death penalty, and then you have the it's a violation of the negative commandment, which is a very severe negative commandment of violating Shabbos. Now, what exactly is the violation? So the Gemara is first going to say that the violation is to make a fire. You, have, you would have to make a fire on Shabbos, which is a violation of Shabbos. However, the Gemara is also going to point out that, and this is a, a second point to the introduction, is that when it comes to lighting a fire on Shabbos, it happens to be, it's a unique prohibition on Shabbos because this is the only time that the, uh, one of the only times uh, that the Torah explicitly says that you're not, what, what is forbidden on Shabbos. When it comes to other malachas, other, the other forbidden categories of Shabbos, it doesn't say so explicitly. We know that there are 39 categories of forbidden activity. But it's not stated explicitly in the Torah. One of them, when it comes to lighting a fire, it is stated explicitly in the Torah. And the question is why? Why is this unique? Well, it's different about lighting a fire on Shabbos. And there are two different approaches, as we're going to see in the Gemara. One approach is to say, and this is going to definitely impact our discussion, is to say that it's not as severe. When it comes to lighting a fire on Shabbos, definitely it's prohibited by the Torah, but it's not as severe. When it comes to the other malachos, the other forbidden activities, it's a very severe one with a punishment of kares, of an early death. However, when it comes to the um, the uh, lighting of a fire on Shabbos, it's just it's a normal lav. It's a regular lav, a regular uh, negative uh, commandment. And if it's a regular negative commandment, we're going to see, then you really can't prove anything from this uh, this law of lighting a fire because we're trying to pr- prove that a positive commandment overrides a very severe negative commandment. If it's about lighting a fire, it's not such a severe negative commandment. 
The other way of understanding it, again, why does it, why does the Torah explicitly say that there's a prohibition to light a fire if it doesn't mention any of the other of the 39 forbidden categories, any of the other 39 malachos? The other approach is to say, is to say that it's lechalikatos. It tells us one in order to inform us that it's, it's really, it's on the same level as all the other, uh, 38, in total of 39 forbidden categories. But it has to tell us one to tell us that if you violate one, so then it's deserving of kares. It's not just if you violate all of them. You might have thought, Rashi says, you might have thought that you have to violate all 39 in order to get kares. No, even if you just do one. And the proof is that the Torah tells us about one, about lighting a fire. So the fact that the Torah tells us about one, that's really to teach us about all of them. There's not, it's not that lighting a fire is on a different level than the other ones, but it's really just to teach us that with regards to all 39, in order to be deserving of kares, you just have to violate any one of them. Not all of them, but any one of them. So those are the two introductions. Again, the second introduction is to show how, when it comes to lighting of a fire, it's, said, it's, said, it's stated explicitly in the Torah, and therefore there's two different opinions as to whether or not it is viewed on a as, as part of the severe uh, negative commandments of Shabbos, or maybe it's on a lower level. According to one opinion, it's on a lower level, and that's why the Torah says that one explicitly. Okay, so let's see the Gemara inside. So the Gemara wants to suggest, Maybe we can learn that a positive commandment overrides such a severe negative commandment from the law, as we're about to see that the law will be, that you are not allowed to go through this execution on, go through the death penalty on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do that. And the Gemara is going to say the fact that you're not allowed to do that is to tell us that it's the exception to the rule. Again, we had this also in the past. This is the exception to the rule, but the rule is really that a positive commandment could override such a severe negative commandment. So let's see this inside. The time of the Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel taught, the verse says, You are not allowed to kindle a fire in any of your dwellings on Shabbos, in any place. And the Gemara is going to discuss why it says in any place. Why would you think that it's limited to some places? So, what's the Torah coming to teach us? So, where it says, what do you mean? What do you mean, what do you mean, what, do you mean, what is the Torah coming to teach us? We already know. The question is, the Gemara thought that the question was, why, why did the Torah tell us uh, explicitly one of the 39 forbidden activities, that one being lighting a fire, kindling a fire? Why would the Torah do that? We already know. This is already a long-standing dispute. Either Rabbi Yossi Lalav, either Rabbi Nassim Lachalik. Detanya Avar Lalav Yatsta, Diver Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Nassim Omer Lachalik, that we have this dispute that we just mentioned in the introduction. Why does the Torah say explicitly that you're not allowed to light a fire on Shabbos? According to Rabbi Nassim, it's to teach us that really lighting a fire is on the same level as all the other forbidden activities, but it's to teach us that as long as you do one, that already is a very severe violation deserving of karis. You don't have to do all 39 as long as you do one. According to Rabbi Yossi, it's there to teach you that no, the lighting of a fire is really on is really not so severe as the other forbidden activities. It's definitely a prohibition, definitely a bad thing to do, but it's not as severe. So the Gemara wants to know what was its original question. That, that that's obvious. We we already knew this uh, from a from an earlier dispute. This is already from the times of the Mishnah. It was a brisa. So what's the Gemara asking here? So the Amar Rav, Rav explains that this is what the Gemara was asking. It wasn't asking why. The, it was not asking. Why did the verse, why did the Pasuk explicitly state this prohibition? That's based on those two opinions. It was asking, Tana It's the end of the verse. The end of the verse says, you're not allowed to kindle a fire in all of your dwellings. 
wherever you live. Why would you think otherwise? When it comes to almost all the laws, it applies wherever you are. There are certain laws which are which apply specifically in the land of Israel because they have to do with the land itself. Uh, and it has to do with the holiness of the land of Israel. But if it's not about the holiness of the land of Israel, it's not about agriculture, uh, so then why would you even think that it doesn't apply everywhere? All the halachas apply everywhere. Think where it says, Mechdi, turning now to 6b2, Shabbos Chobas HaGofi, Shabbos, the keeping of Shabbos, is a is an obligation on the person. If it's an obligation on the person, Chobas HaGof, no Heges, Bein Baris, Bein that applies in Israel, outside of Israel. So why does the verse say that you're not allowed to light a fire anywhere you are? That's obvious. What's it coming to teach us? So the answer is as follows. Mishim Rabbi Shmuel Amar Talmud Echad. One student explained the name of Rabbi Shmuel because we have this question. It's going to answer this question. Do we say you are allowed to uh, use burn lead so that you could you could give someone the death penalty by swallowing very hot lead? Based on the following, we know that there's the death penalty that you can have the death penalty to, to if somebody's deserving of it. There's a mitzvah to go through the death penalty, and the, the Bryce says Rabbi Shmuel says as follows: I would have thought that this applies both during the weekday and on Shabbos, but maybe not. But we know that on Shabbos you not you have to observe Shabbos, otherwise you're, you're put to death. So Bishar So is this including the death penalty or is it not? Meaning the death penalty is a positive mitzvah. So the question is, do we have this positive mitzvah? Does it override the severe commandment of Shabbos or does it not override the severe commandment of Shabbos? So the Gemara answer is that nope. You know why? It says you're not allowed to make a fire bechol moshvoseichem wherever you are, and elsewhere it says use the same language of bechol moshvoseichem uh, to tell us that in the context of bezin, in the context of uh, of the judicial system, and it says ma moshavos amurim laholam bebezin afam moshavos amurim likan bebezin v'amarachmana lo sevaru. So the the language of wherever you are is coming to teach us that it's coming to teach us even in a case where it's in bezin. In Basin, in the court system, you are not allowed to fulfill the positive commandment to override the negative commandments of Shabbos. And so the Gemara wants the proof from here that we see that this is an exception to the rule, that you are not allowed to fulfill the positive commandment to go through the death penalty on Shabbos because Shabbos is a very severe negative commandment, but that's the exception to the rule. The rule then is that a positive commandment does override such a severe negative commandment. And that's what the Gemara is about to say. My love, Rabbi Nassim, he isn't this following with the opinion of Rabbi Nassim. Again, you have to keep the introduction in mind. Rabbi Nassim was the one who held that lighting a fire, kindling a fire, is on the same level as all the other forbidden activities on Shabbos, and so therefore it's viewed as a very severe prohibition. If it's viewed as a very severe prohibition, so then you have a proof here. Then you do have a proof. He says, Rabbi Nassim holds the Amar L'chalik He's of the opinion that why does the Torah uh, explicitly mention that you're not allowed to kindle a fire as opposed to any of the other forbidden activities? Because it's just to teach us, it's not to teach us that it's on a different level. It's really it's there to teach us um, that it is there uh, to it's there to teach us that for each activity, just like if you were to kindle a fire, you're deserving of kari, so too when it comes to all them, if you just do one of the forbidden activities, 
you are deserving of karis. Uh, and the Gemara says, "At the time of the Kasher Rechman Alosavaru, Halav Hachi Dachi." So according to Rabbanasan, it would come out that this is an exception to the rule. We do not tell you to fulfill the positive commandment. We tell you to observe Shabbos, which is a very severe negative commandment, including kindling a fire is a very severe negative commandment. But that's the exception to the rule. The rule is that you are allowed to, or you should. The positive commandment in general, in general, would override such a severe negative commandment. The Gemara says, "No, there's no proof here because." Rabbiosi, maybe it is the opinion of Rabbiosi. What does Rabbiosi hold? Rabbiosi argues with Rabbiosi and says that the reason why the Torah says explicitly they're not allowed to kindle a fire is because really lighting a fire is on a lower level. It's viewed as a normal negative prohibition. It's not viewed as a severe negative prohibition. If it's a normal negative prohibition, then there's nothing to talk about. This is not our discussion. Our whole discussion is about a positive commandment overriding a severe negative commandment. This is not a severe negative commandment to light a fire. Uh, so there's no proof at all. But the Gemara says, no, hold on, slow down. Even according to Rabiosi, Vitavinami Rabiosi, even Rabiosi, Amar Dam Rabiosi of Arla Labyatsta Havar Gradesa. He might say that lighting a fire is on a lower level. But here you have more than just lighting a fire. When you light a fire for uh, for to create hot lead, you're not just lighting a fire. It is, there's a separate prohibition here of cooking. You're cooking the lead. You're heating up the lead, which would be a prohibition of cooking the lead. So this seems to be. Uh, pretty severe, even according to Rabiosi. Rabiosi only holds that when it comes to the kindling of a fire, that's not as severe as the others. But cooking, everyone agrees that cooking is a very severe prohibition. Uh, that's what the Gemara is about to say. When it comes to the lighting of a fire for the death penalty of hot lead, that is cooking a lead wick. What's the difference whether you're cooking food, whether you're cooking the wick? They all fall under the prohibition of cooking. So whether you hold like Reb Nassan, who says that lighting a fire is a very severe prohibition, or whether you hold like Reb Yossi, who says that it's not such a severe prohibition, everyone's going to agree that you're still cooking here, and cooking is a very severe prohibition. So the Gemara seems to be saying pretty clearly that we have a good proof that the positive commandment does not override the negative commandment in this context, in the context of uh, Having going through the death penalty on Shabbos, but this is the exception to the rule, and the rule should therefore be that a positive commandment does, in fact, override a severe negative commandment. So the Gemara is going to answer, and we're going to read one more line, and then uh, we're going to have to continue it in next week's recording. The answer is, is that no, our entire reading of this whole back and forth has nothing to do with positive commandments overriding severe negative commandments. Nothing to do with that. It has to do with something else. And that something else is what we're going to discuss in next week's recording. Uh, that's going to be a discussion at the beginning of Zion Amralf, on the beginning of page 7. So the Gemara essentially says that this whole discussion is not about positive commandments overriding negative commandments. It's about something else. But it would be true that if it were to be discussing positive commandments, this seems to, to be a good proof to tell us that in general, a positive commandment would override such a severe Negative commandment just happens to be that when it comes to the death penalty, it does not uh, it does not override Shabbos, which is the exception to the rule. Just uh, two last points. It's really one last point. Uh, according to some of the commentators, just an uh, interesting idea, the verse of Los Avarish B'chom Moshvosechem, that you're not allowed to make a fire on Shabbos, and it's, the Argamara tells us that it's not just about lighting a fire on Shabbos, but it's even in the context of Beisden, that the Beisden's not the court system is not allowed to go through the death penalty on Shabbos. So some of the commentators want to explain that this is not just limited to lighting of a fire. 
this line is really coming to teach us that you're not allowed to make any punishments. You're not allowed to, this is really a broader idea, that you're not allowed to punish at all on Shabbos. And some explain that the reason is, is because it's Shabbos for everybody. Whether a person is deserving of punishment or not, Shabbos is Shabbos. And uh, somebody who's deserving of a, of a penalty, still, you shouldn't do it on Shabbos itself. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do it for them on Shabbos, which is why the Ramah says, uh, the Ashkenazi Posek, uh, he says that a person is not allowed to go to jail on Shabbos. You can't put somebody in jail on Shabbos. That is ruining their Shabbos. Uh, you're, not allowed to, or you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to give a punishment on Shabbos, um, so you, a person is not allowed to go in jail on Shabbos. And I heard that with Nevin Sol. Nevin Sol from, uh, from Israel in Yerushalayim, he says that this extends beyond just the court system. He says that a parent is not allowed to give a timeout on Shabbos to a kid because for a kid, Shabbos is Shabbos. You want to give a timeout, so give a timeout on Sunday. But you're not allowed to punish the kid on Shabbos because it's also his Shabbos. He should also enjoy his Shabbos. On that note, this recording is on Friday. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos.